Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. What does free bread at restaurants do to your hunger? Got the story coming up. Also, the number one worst part of summer. And guess what it is? And uh, here's an expert parenting tip. Don't throw your children in the air if you've got a ceiling fan. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. It is Monday, the 21st of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Before we get to those stories, some of the news that actually did make the news that uh, we're just waking up to this morning. Southern California got hit by a hashtag hurricane yesterday. Did you see this? Yeah, we were sitting at dinner last night and I I got the alert on my phone. I was like, Scott, they, they just had a hurricane or just had a earthquake in L.A. Yeah, it was a 5.1, so not huge, but also not nothing. Uh, Here's what happened. People in Southern California, they were hunkered down anyway while the remnants of Hurricane Hillary passed through when a fairly large earthquake hit about 75 miles northwest of Los Angeles. It was centered near Ojai, California. So again, at at a 5.1, it wasn't too huge or devastating. But at the same time, I mean, you could feel it. In fact, there was a restaurant close to where it happened that uh, posted a video of bottles falling off of the shelves. I mean, it was... It was in time. I might even have audio. Let me see if I got that. So I play it for you. Wow. Yeah, that's from the security cam. Uh, it only lasted about five seconds, and then they had a number of aftershocks. A lot of people in L.A. didn't even feel it, and the rains also weren't as bad as some expected. So that's the good news. But the hashtag Hurricane immediately started trending. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's a quick rundown of what happened. Southern California uh, was not actually hit by a hurricane because Hillary got downgraded to a tropical storm before it actually made landfall in L.A. And thankfully, San Diego and Los Angeles were not hit as hard as they could have been. Still, there was flooding in some spots, especially inland, and a few roads were washed out. But uh, again, could have been much worse. And then an earthquake alert went out to phones at 2.45 p.m. just as the storm was peaking in L.A. It initially said it was a 6.0, so some people ran outside in case it was the real deal, but just ended up getting drenched by rain. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Could you imagine? I, I mean, just a hurricane and an earthquake at the same time. Add mm-hmm. insult to injury. That's nuts. Yeah. When it rains, it pours, right? Mm-hmm. The hashtag Hurricane was trending within minutes. A fake Hurricane movie poster even went viral, and people joked that a Sharknado was the next logical step. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, Miriam, <laughs> Miriam Webster even chimed in. They said Hurricane is a new one for us too, but the site UrbanDictionary.com they have had they have had it. Before. they Yeah, they have had it as a word since 2010. Uh, their definition is, quote, theoretically the worst possible natural disaster that could ever occur, a hurricane and earthquake happening simultaneously. I'm surprised that that's actually what they had. I was waiting for you to read some horrible bedroom maneuver. maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because people in Southern California were getting bombarded by texts from people back east, friends and family. Us. <laughs> Tracking the storm and panicking when they saw that there was an earthquake on top of it. And plenty of moms, as you can imagine, texting. Oh, you yeah. think it's time to move back home yet? I have a cousin. So I have I have three relatives that live in the area. So I have two, I have two nieces that live in San Diego. And then I have a cousin, uh, Lindsay, who lives in L.A. And immediately yeah. when that all came down, we were doing that. We were all texting them. And I text my cousin Lindsay like, hey, are you okay out there? And she's like, yeah, I took a plane to Chicago to visit my friend. So I'm just hanging out in Chicago. Wasn't <laughs> well, so. Jen in California this week? I think she leaves today. I was oh, asking gotcha. Jeff a little bit about it. I think she leaves soon. She's. I don't believe she's already there, but I don't know. And she was also heading, I think, further north. Further north. Gotcha. So yeah. she might get a lot of rain, but hopefully nothing. I could right. only imagine how she was feeling, though, yesterday when they were talking about the tropical storm and earthquake. There was brief concern about a possible tsunami. The earthquake was near the coast, so that is always a possibility. But the National yeah. Weather Service immediately let people know that there was no tsunami threat. Oh, thank God. But yeah. That's scary. Uh, I guess if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in California, huh? Uh, well, and we're unfortunately, we're seeing wildfires in Washington mm-hmm. now. And, you know, we saw what happened in Hawaii. So, I mean, it, it's, it seems like nowhere is immune to some natural disaster of some kind. Just uh, hope and pray that, you know, if it happens, that it happens in the way that it happened this weekend for California with yeah. minimal to no fatalities. Now that summer is on its way out, new survey covering the most frustrating parts of summer and not surprisingly mosquitoes was number one on that list that makes sense yep add in the sweating the excessive heat humidity and just overall stickiness which is what we're heading into now this intense heat over the next couple of days with temperatures in the high 90s and high humidity yes and uh, while it's not expected to hit 100 we could be pushing it real close by thursday I put this up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page today as our, we were wondering what is the worst part of summer. And so most people are saying the humidity, mosquitoes, but my favorite is Jim who said mowing the grass. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a crap part. I feel like my partner is just married to the grass because you constantly have to look at like, when is it going to rain? When is it going to dry out? Do I have enough time to mow? And he loves it, right? Like, doesn't he really enjoy it? I do think he really enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, add sunburns to the mix, excessive air conditioning, lack of shade outside, depending on where you live. Always feeling that pressure to do something. Well, the weather's nice. I should probably be outside. Just missing the top 10 was ticks, 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 49% of people said they'd rather stand in an outdoor ticket line for hours than suffering through bug bites. And 44% of people said they'd, they would actually be willing to give up social media for a month if they could avoid mosquitoes. And I would. Would you guys? Heck yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No mosquito bites. What about those little, um, a lot of people think they're sweat bees, but I learned over the weekend they're actually called hoverflies. Have oh, you yeah? guys seen those little things around? Like they do, I guess. They don't sting you, but they kind of like um, drink your sweat. So yeah. they're constantly around <laughs> all the time. Oh, I've yeah. seen these, yeah. They look like they have one little wing and they're kind of like uh, stripey looking. I hate that part of, mm. I almost would take mosquitoes over that. And 29% said they'd rather get a sunburn than be bitten by bugs. Oh, yeah. I got swarmed by bees the other day. Weirdly, I don't know. Strangely, I didn't get stung. That's the crazy thing. I did. How did you get (laughs) swarmed? Well, I I had to remove a dead body of an animal on my front lawn that got attacked. Oh, no. And what I didn't realize is that those weren't just flies. Around the animal. There mm. were a lot bees. of bees, apparently, that were attracted to it. So did you go running? And so, uh, no, because I had a uh, plastic bag that I was wrapping it in, and I just kind of tried to contain as many of them in the bag as I could. <laughs> just <laughs> rolled it and tied it real tight as Got quickly out as of I there. could. Fully expecting to get stung, and all I could, I mean, I you know, what am I going to do? I couldn't. Yeah, there's really nowhere you're, for me to go. You're already in the middle of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to like run inside the house and bring the bees inside the house. So last week I was in my truck. I like hopped in to go to the grocery store, or whatever it was, and I'm like, "What is that on my back? Something is burning on my back." And I'm like trying to itch it, and then I'm like, "Why is my neck itchy? This is so bizarre." And it's tingling. And then I look, it was a bee. So it had uh, bit, it had stung my back and then stung, stung my, you twice? my neck or something. I don't know. Did it you would, have any sort of reaction? Oh, yeah, giant welt. Giant oh, welt. Oh, man. Looks like a day to go away. That's the first time I've been stung by a bee in probably 20 years. For a long time. Oh. So, in other news that didn't make the news this morning, we recently heard about the egg crack challenge. We talked about this last week, a TikTok prank where people are surprising others by cracking eggs on their heads. Well, now it's taken a turn. Instead of people cracking eggs on the heads of their friends or significant others, people are now targeting their kids. Uh, That was the first time that I saw this was a mom that did it to her son. Yeah, in one video, a woman has her son who looks like he's three, though. Oh, wow. Babes. Little babes. Yeah. (laughs) And he, I mean, he does and boasts that he did it without getting any pieces of the shell inside. But it's so bizarre. Today, we're going to make daddy eggs. You want to crack the first one? <laughs> Good job. Okay, hey, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said, too. Yeah, so his mom says it's her turn, and then she cracks it on his head, and he's shocked and laughs, and then says, what the F? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Um, I mean, I know it's not funny when kids cuss, but I do enjoy when they cuss correctly, like in the moment like that. Yeah. Another person did it to their dog. Aww. Someone in the background says, no, that's effed up. Yeah. A little bit. And now that person has to give the dog a bath before work. 
Uh, there's also backlash from people criticizing the challenge, saying that it's cruel because in some cases the kids are upset when it happens. Oh, yeah. Most of the time they end up crying. Yeah. Sometimes they laugh, though. Well, that's partially because the egg cracking looks painful, even if it isn't. Although it seems mean to do that to your kid, laugh, and then post a reaction online. But, uh, yeah, there was, there was, I guess there was one kid who got a little upset and another one who said, why'd you do that? And then there was that one kid who fought back. <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't think my kid would handle it very well. That's why I haven't done it. I think she would just be so mad. Yeah, she would. And I'd prefer to not have her be mad. <laughs> it will just set the tone. Would for she the not re- get over it quickly? No. I mean, I feel like it would set the tone for the remainder of the day and maybe into the next day. Like, I don't think that she would be okay with that. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, no. So no to the egg crack and all that. No. I did do that one. Remember, uh, I, was, I don't remember if it was like during the pandemic or like shortly around that, but where you put the candy in front of your kid. Oh, yeah. And you say, don't touch it till I get back. Don't eat it. Don't do it. Now, that's funny. Yeah. And then, well, it's fine just to see like what they do, you know, and she didn't eat it. I guess I should have given her like a little more time, but she was just sitting there and I came back and I go, did you have any? She goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, you can have some now. She's like, okay. <laughs> so then she starts eating one of those like little truffle balls or whatever it is. Funny, But I think those are fun. So since we're talking about kids and their parents, there are two kinds of parenting advice, the kind that'll help keep your kid alive and then the kind that's not welcome. And this might fall under that first category. Doctors are warning parents to avoid playfully tossing their kids in the air if they have ceiling fans. For obvious reasons. Yeah, like you can't throw your kid up there. They're going to get hurt. Well, a study in the journal Pediatrics found that, I guess, between 2013 and 2021... How many people? <laughs> How many injuries? Emergency rooms saw 20,500 ceiling fan-related injuries. And about 2,300 kids are treated in ERs each year for head injuries caused by ceiling fans. Mm. Clunk. And it's probably even more common than that because... That only counts the children who actually went to the ER, not the kids who just bumped their head and didn't need the ER. And also one more last reminder to set your ceiling fan to spin counterclockwise. That isn't any safer for tossing your baby around. That's just the setting for the summer that helps keep you cooler. (laughs) FYI. I never really enjoyed doing that part. Like it always kind of freaked me out. Although the kids love it. I feel like that's like a... It's like a dad or uncle thing. Yeah. You got to do it outside. Yeah. Yeah. So what would happen? How would you feel, Fritchie, if Ross School said, uh, we're going to be going to a four-day school day, or four-day school week? I would be annoyed, I think. I mean, it, for me personally, I think it would stink because I would have to pay more money for daycare. Yeah, if they said, listen, we're very sorry, but, you know, based on the lack of teachers and employees. Uh, just, cut services. You know, yeah, I mean, cut services. You know, we just don't have the funds. We're going to have to trim it down to four days a week. Well, this happened in Louisiana. Mm. 
And parents there are upset after the school board's decision to move from a five-day school week to a four-day. How much longer do they go during the day? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, are they seven to five now? The school says lack of teachers and employees is one of the reasons for the shorter school week. Uh, here are some of the parents, including the superintendent, talking about the change. It's cutting down kids' learning. It's costing more out of parents' pockets for daycare. After-school activities is going to be hard to get to. It's a nationwide issue with teacher recruitment and employee recruitment, making sure people are happy on their jobs were some of the factors that led into us considering moving to a four-day work week. You know, they, I don't think they got to get their education like they, they need to. Yeah, and that is a big challenge is teacher recruitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first three weeks of school will be five days of school per week, and then it will drop down to four. Louisiana currently ranks 46th oh, wow. in overall education, including 41st in pre-K through 12th and 49th in higher education. That's sad. Oh, yeah. hate that. Uh, in other news that did make the news this morning, a licensed esthetician, a licensed esthetician is going, on, is going on the record saying that she can immediately tell if a young person vapes. And this is something that estheticians and dermatologists are seeing. It's called vape skin. And this particular licensed esthetician says that she notices the sagging skin, acne, crow's feet, and forehead lines. From vaping? Which she says is a telltale sign of uh, vaping, a skin damage that's caused by vaping. Usually with vape skin, you start to see crow's feet develop a lot more often. You see a dullness, a sallowness, almost like a gray tone to the skin. Around the mouth, you can start to see discoloration. And usually like in the middle part of your mouth where you'll be inhaling, you can see discoloration, darkness. Your skin starts sagging a lot earlier. Your teeth will show it probably a lot sooner than your skin will if you're young. Forehead lines um, are created with earlier oh wow yeah. oh vape skin just Ain't... another reason not to vape friends I guess so. yep. all right coming up next free bread at restaurants what does that do to your appetite more news that didn't make the news next right. always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, we got a second date update. Coming up here in the next, in less than 10 minutes. I don't know if you caught our Facebook Live video this morning. Uh, Tim was... Talking about free bread at restaurants. I don't know if you've, you know, you go to a restaurant, you try to fill up on the free bread just to save a little bit of money. It's like, you know, this way I won't order as much. Well, that and you're starving. It's like when you sit down and you immediately got to get the chips and salsa because you just are 
famished. And the chips and salsa is probably doing the same thing as the bread. As the bread. It's the same philosophy, just oh, a different, yeah. different style restaurant. Well, this woman on TikTok went viral because you know, she was talking about this very topic, claiming free bread and chips are actually a tactic restaurants use to make you spend more. While at the same time giving you this sense that you're getting more value for your money because it's free, right? Well, she goes on to say simple carbs like that spike your blood sugar really fast. And in the short term, that makes you hungrier. A lot of times they'll bring the bread before you've even ordered you like some bread. You want some bread and butter? I'll bring some bread and butter. Well, that's how it works when you go to Texas Roadhouse. As they're taking you to the table, they walk right up to that little counter. They get you a pack of rolls. They sit you down at the table, and you are off to the races. There you kids. go. Have some free bread. And it's loaded with deliciousness. They give you that little <laughs> cinnamon butter. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then you look at the menu, and you suddenly want everything. Yes. I don't know why I'm so hungry. I have had that happen to me before, where I'll be sitting in a... Restaurant, I'll be looking at the menu, and Kristen was like, what are you thinking? I'm like, I want all of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to have to come back another it. time. They have, like, tasting portions of all. I want all, all of it. All of it. I lo- I'm, I'm always like that with the sides, Jeff. When they're like, what do you want your side to be? I'm like, I'm not wasting this with potatoes, but look at all these other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not the only reason they give you bread. I mean, we just, we like free stuff. And we're less likely to get annoyed if our food takes a while because, well, we got this bread here. Mm-hmm. And it subconsciously makes us tip more. But the fact that it whets your appetite is a reason so many places do it. Uh, don't let them fool you, though. Those rolls and chips aren't really free. They're just baked into the price of everything else. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Now you know. The power of insulin. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.